Tom, why don't you do the honors and kick us off, sir? Uh, sure. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, the first thing I'd like to talk about was a lead article in the Kerrville Daily Times, the Hill Country Youth Ranch, and they're having a series of open houses over the summer to really bring awareness to uh, not only the great work they do, but help people understand that they're a nonprofit and they could use as much help, both uh, financial and non-financial, as our organization or our uh, community, I should say, could give them. Uh, they were founded uh, to help uh, children coming from uh, broken homes, abused children, foster children, and put them in, uh, you know, what I think is the most beautiful part of Texas, the Texas Hill Country, and give them a chance to really uh, heal and then grow um, as teenagers. So uh, our good friend Juanita Yancey was uh, quoted in the uh, Kerrville Times, a Daily Times article. So shout out Juanita. And if you have the opportunity to go out to the Hill Country Youth Ranch uh, on the way from uh, Ingram to Mountain Home, or Mountain Home and then up to I-10, please do so and please support this really uh, worthwhile organization. Uh, the second story I have is this year, 2023 is the 100th anniversary of Camp Stewart. Hey. Camp Stewart nice. is the oldest boys camp in Texas. Uh, they were the oldest camp here in Kerrville. The camp community provides literally hundreds of jobs in this part of the country. Uh, I am a uh, graduate or attendee yeah. from Camp Stewart. In fact, that's why I moved to Kerrville and live here was because I fell in love with the Hill Country when I was a seven-year-old boy and went to Camp Stewart for the first time. It's still run uh, by owner emeritus Kathy Ragsdale, uh, widow of Cy Ragsdale, the couple that bought the camp in 1966. It was founded by Doc Stewart in uh, 1923, was the first year they had it. And then um, uh, next, their, next year will be the major celebrations for the public this summer. They're going to celebrate for the campers. Uh, Kathy told me I interviewed her for a Hill Country podcast that uh, they're going to have uh, as much birthday cake as they can possibly make this summer <laughs> for all of the campers. Uh, they, uh, Camp Stewart and all of the camps, uh, they open the first, many are opening up June 1, June 2, and they provide a huge service for uh, not simply Kerrville, not simply the state of Texas, but they have campers from all over the world. Kathy told me that they have a full international complement of campers now. Uh, a lot of kids from Kerrville actually go out there and stay. They have two four-week sessions at Camp Stewart. I can't really say enough about what Camp Stewart means to me. Kathy Ragsdale remembered me the first time I emailed her and asked her if I could interview her. Interview her. It's camp is now run by her son, Jeepers. Her daughter, Jane Ragsdale, runs Heart of the Hills. So they uh, are really a big part of the camping community, but Camp Mystic, Camp Waldemar, all of those camps are opening up. So I uh, expect to see a few more tourists. Uh, particularly the weekend uh, before Memorial Day and then the first weekend in June. Uh, there'll be a lot of folks in Kerrville bringing their kids out here. And I wish them all a safe and incredibly happy camping season to Camp Stewart and the entire camp community in Kerr, Kerr County. Tom's got such a great like newscaster voice. I just feel like we can give you what we want to talk about and let you do it. But we, you know, we, this past weekend, uh, Leadership Kirk County it was the last class day of 2023, and we heard from Jane Ragsdale from Part of the Hills. And uh, man, 
it's just you know the whole the whole story about just being out there i can only imagine your experience as a kid being out there and how magical that is and nostalgic it is i mean you moved here for that so exactly that's good that's good stuff mm-hmm. all right gilbert what do you what do you got for us today all right well i've got two stories so uh, the first story i want to throw out there is the election you know i've been talking about the election the last few times we've been on here doing our weekly news roundup and the election of course already took place it's completed but the thing I want to focus on today is the recount that's going on. In case you didn't know, there was a very, very tight race for one of the council places on the council, city council. And the the two people that were running for place two, I believe it was, Jeff Harris and Barbara Duell Ferguson. Uh, Jeff got 1,815 votes and Miss Duell Ferguson got 1,807 that's a, di- um, that's a difference of eight votes. So, so basically eight people in Kerrville are going to decide that election. Um, now, now for That's the, wild. It, it is. Uh, now, now, you know, are those eight people the ones that make the decision? No, of course not. But um, it, it just goes to show you that every single vote counts, especially in a town like Kerrville or a local municipal election, because everybody that is... Um, able to vote should come out and vote and when you only have 1800 people less than 2000 people make the decision for 25000 people well you know I, I would tell the, the public you know there's there's very little room to complain about your local government if you didn't bother to go out there and make your voice heard uh, now i'm i'm not going to sit here and tell you well you know shame on you for not doing it it's just uh, I, I want people to understand that you know the election was so close it, it could have been just a few people to make that little difference and jeff harris is very likely to win the recount um according to our friend lewis amistoy at the lead he was saying that you know based on the rules and the projections that they've got that jeff is probably going to come out the winner uh, good for jeff but you know miss Duell ferguson is going to have to sit there and say you know what you lost by eight votes if you would have had nine people just nine more people take the time to go out and vote you you'd have won but since you you couldn't get those nine people to come out and vote you lost which is a shame um the, hopefully the recount uh, results are available later today uh, lewis had a story out there on his um, uh, page today that said hopefully by two o'clock they would have some kind of resolution um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it runs uh, through um, this weekend and maybe not till Monday that we get an official notice that uh, that uh, Jeff was the winner or that it flipped over to Miss Duell Ferguson. I don't know. Um, but but anyway, the election, very big deal. Hopefully, us as citizens will participate a little more fully and uh, get the word out and, and motivate people to come out and vote because, you know, the, the fact is, less than 2,000 people decided the election. Um, and, and that's true for place one also. I think there was less than 2,000 votes cast there. Um, and for whatever reason, place two only got 1,800 votes. Um, but, but anyway, it's important, very important. So next time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on harping about our ability to vote. And people should take the time to know who the candidates are and go out there and vote. Uh, that's my first story. The second story I'm going to talk about is Community Foundation. In case you don't know, we have a foundation here based in Kerrville. It's called the Community Foundation of the Texas Hill Country. And the Community Foundation, um, in the interest of full disclosure, I am 
a new board member this year. I was invited to participate and help um, steer the community foundation in a certain direction. And the community foundation every year gives out grants, grants to nonprofits. And one of the other things that they do is scholarships. Now, the scholarship season is already over. Um, this year, almost half a million dollars in scholarships were handed out to uh, students, uh, high school students and current college students in and around the Hill Country. The focus of the Community Foundation, as the name implies, is on the Hill Country. Uh, so they, they gave, gave all these scholarships already, but now what they have is the Community Impact Grants that they're uh, currently taking applications for. The window opened on May the 1st, and it goes through June 22nd. Nonprofits in, in and around the Hill Country area can submit an application via the Community Foundation's website and they can ask to have a particular project or grant to fund a particular service that they want to offer as a nonprofit. And I think it's uh, important that we get the word out so that uh, any local nonprofits can, can participate because the Community Foundation has substantial assets. Now, they don't give all the assets away, of course, every year, but they generate lots of income and they generate um, returns to the community in the form of grants. And so if you're not familiar with the Community Foundation of the Texas Hill Country and you're on the board of a nonprofit or you know somebody who participates, let them know about this and tell them to go to the foundation's website. And Andrew, if you're doing a screen share, could you uh, just quickly pull up their foundation website? Yeah, I can. Um, the, the Community Foundation uh, will give out uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in grants to fund various different projects. Now, um, there's no guarantees that if you submit a grant, you will be selected. There's no guarantees that if, you, if you're selected for a grant that you will get 100% of your request. But the fact that you um, submit a request says that you need some funding. And so here's a, here's a copy of their website. And if you go over to the tab, it says nonprofits. Uh, and then scroll down a little bit. There is a link towards the bottom there that says um, apply for a grant or more information. There you go. There you right. go. You see click that? Click here for uh, more information. Click yeah. here for more information. Yeah. Yep. So this is the community impact fund that we're talking about that's open right now. And if you go to this community impact fund area, there's a link there that says apply for a grant. Uh, very easy, very quick. Um, you can start the application process, save it, and then submit it later. Ultimately, though, I just want everybody to know that they can go out there. And, and of course, I'm talking about nonprofits, not just you, Joe Blow off the street that needs some help paying their utility bill. Uh, this is geared towards nonprofits. Um, if you know anybody that's on a nonprofit or you participate in a nonprofit and you need some funding for a particular project, please consider applying to the Community Foundation for the Texas Country. That's great. I'm glad you made me pull that up. I was trying to post the link. I'll do it here in a minute. But thank you for that, Gilbert. Yep. We'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, great That'll idea. Work. That'll work. Uh, all right. So I guess it's my turn, huh? So let's, I got a few mentions for us. I'm just going to run down this list quickly. Uh, first up, K-Pub earned the American Public Power Association Safety Award of Excellence for 2022. That's four out of the last five years that they've won this award. So uh, shout out to K-Pub. Good job, K-Pub. The uh, 
Museum of Western Art, we, I think we mentioned this before, Tom, you might have mentioned this last week or the week before, but their 40 years of Western art exhibit is on display over there. Uh, we, I got to see it in person this past week, this past Tuesday, work for, for leadership, and what a wonderful exhibit it is. I would just encourage people to go see that before it is over. I think it is coming to a close relatively soon, but it is a fantastic uh, Western art exhibit, and some of the some of the artists that they have on display there with some of their works are just amazing. One, and one in particular, uh, uh, there is there is a, a few paintings from private collections there that have not necessarily been shown to the public. So just go over there and check that out if you get a chance to. I got to see that in person; it was fantastic. Uh, there is a. I thought this was. <laughs> I just wanted to mention this because there was a power outage yesterday, and I thought it was funny that it turns out that it was it was due to a rodent. To a squirrel and our friend Lewis over the lead posted about this but apparently that's a pretty common thing right now during this time period is for squirrels in particular not just because there's a number of animals and wildlife here in the hill country that can interfere with some of their grid and, and equipment um, uh, over, over at Capo spe speaking of Capo uh, but this was a squirrel so that knocked us out for a little while there but I thought that was kind of funny and worth mention and then kind of uh, leaning it towards looking at this weekend there's a few things going on. Uh, I'll be attending the Leadership Kirk County graduation tonight uh, for the 2022-2023 class. So they will cap off the year with the graduation ceremony tonight. So that's really exciting. Uh, I'm excited to participate in that. This is my first year as a steering committee member there. The Hill Country Charity Ball is this weekend. I believe that is tomorrow. Uh, the theme is Atlantis Rising, so that, that'll be interested, interesting to see. I'm sure I personally am not attending, but I know that uh, I always get a good good glance into that uh, on Facebook with a lot of friends and, and, and whatnot, and there are pictures there. Uh, then we got also going on tomorrow, there's a 5K PD, which is at Lewis Hayes Park. It's at 7 a.m. tomorrow. So, you know, you guys, you early risers, uh, if you want to get up that early and go, go run. That ain't me, bro. I can tell you that on the Saturday. I have arm day on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Good excuses. Good excuses. I'll be sleeping in. And uh, I have gotten up this week early, that early to go work out, but probably not going to do that on a Saturday, uh, only because I'll probably be up late later tonight. But I don't know if, I, if we wake up early, we might go do that. But the I, point I want is, them to run my ID. So, uh, you know, I got a little something. <laughs> in the background there uh. well that's the good thing is that this is not a this is this 5kpd is just to show support of our local police department here oh, law enforcement. Case, like, no and drug testing not, yeah no <laughs> drug testing required you just need to know and there's no like registration shirts that they hand out there's none of that it's just to show up and run and support and it's on our beautiful river trail here uh at lewis hayes park so, so what you're saying is i gotta bring my get with me yeah okay <laughs> prison just, rules. just make sure it doesn't fall yeah um, and go off accidentally <laughs> and I think with that, that's that's all uh, that's all we had we had today. That's all for me. So what else? What else you guys got going on? Any thoughts leading into the weekend? Either one of you? Uh, you know the weather again. Uh, supposedly we might get some real severe storms today. And <laughs> dude, uh, we is that, got is that like the twelve inches we got last week? <laughs> yeah, because that's what we were talking about last week. We, Tom was so excited to go see. I was excited for you to sit on your beautiful back porch with your nice view and watch the weather, and, and then we just got nothing just sad we didn't get a whole lot we got some friday night but one 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 as much as we needed that's for sure you know actually so, i want to give a shout out and i want to give a shout out to one of the best run basketball teams in uh in the world the san antonio spurs because hey. they, they won the lottery and they get victor women by uh by young i know i butchered that uh anyway uh he's the next lebron james who was the next uh 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I guess we'll send her. Uh, he's seven foot five, uh, can handle the ball, shoot outside. And I can't really, I, I love the fact Pop's going to coach him. And I'm a Houston Rocket fan, but the, the Spurs deserve it. Well, yes, that's great. The, joint the past couple of seasons. So. <laughs> that's because all the greats, like, kind of, they, they kind of uh, shed some of them off over the last several years. You know, in the first, because I've been here for 10 years in Kerrville, in the first several years I was here, boy, they were like, that was the years they were making the playoffs. And, like, oh, man, I even went to a playoff game uh, against the OKC. That was great. I saw Durant, and yeah. I got, like, like four seeds. It was crazy. Uh, so, you but got I have some of his sweat on you. Yeah, yeah, we were. We it was up close and personal. It was it was a good time, but yeah, I just haven't really kept up with them uh, uh, since then. But uh, do you know anything about that process about how they won? That, that oh, there's like a lottery drawing, it's a, it's right? A lottery, and it's a weight. It's a ping pong balls allegedly not weighted, uh, so everybody gets <laughs> allegedly. Paid, allegedly, it, you know, it's a, always a fix. So, uh, but I don't care. They fixed it for the Spurs, so you know. So we'll take it. <laughs> Funny how that stuff works. That's yeah. right. That's great. Well, they, that's how they got David Robinson, and that's how they got Tim uh, Duncan, Tim Duncan yeah. uh, through the lottery process. And, and that's kind of sad, though. You got to stink. You got to stink really bad to be to participate in the lottery process. Um, but hey, listen, if uh, if anybody's going to win, you'd probably want it to be the Spurs. All right, we'll take it. Okay, guys, that will do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget interact with us, share our content. We would greatly appreciate it. Helps other people find our show. And uh, we'll catch you back here next week, next Friday. Have a great and safe, wonderful weekend. Thank you so much. This is Tom Fox. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup. This podcast is a production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever great podcasts are listened to. I hope you will join Gilbert, Andrew, and myself next week where we take a look at some of the top stories from Kerrville and the surrounding Hill Country area. Thanks so much for listening.